What's up? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. And this week, we are doing entrepreneur Q&A. So the episode today is all about this article that I found on Feedster.com. And I'm just going to rapid fire some of these questions to myself. The whole idea of this episode is really kind of just to be a bit transparent and vulnerable. And I really didn't scroll down to all of the questions that are being asked. So hopefully there's some good ones and hopefully it's a good episode. And if you liked it, go ahead and leave a five-star review and share it online. But there are 10 questions to ask an entrepreneur and this is feedster.com. So question number one is, are you happy and what would you change? Man, that's a really good one. So Yes, I am happy. I think you can be happy and have this tension of uh, discomfort, especially when you're marching towards goals. So I'm happy to be in business. I'm happy to have the business that I have. I'm happy to have family, my health, to live where I live, my car, all that fun stuff. I'm very happy about life. However, I think you can be in a place, and you've probably been in a place too, where you would want to change some things or you're marching towards some things. So as far as what I would want to change, I have got to find a new virtual assistant who can help me with social media and posting and reposting because there's just a whole lot of content that I don't even share because I just personally don't have the time. But that is a focus for 2020, for early 2020, is to land that really great virtual assistant because I really love the team that I have, HR with Janice and Emily, and uh, I really love the sales process that I have. Not that any of it is perfect, but I think I'm comfortable shifting my attention as an entrepreneur away from those areas and then moving into the uh, content and the content systems. You want to make sure that you move from system to system to system because you should get something you know good enough or, or great and then it's like all right there's another business problem to fix so i'm happy with hr i'm happy with customer delight i'm happy with um, you know revenue all that stuff um, i'm happy there but i would change um, my social media content delivery so that's the next area that i would focus on question number two what are some of the mistakes you wish you could have avoided? Um, it sounds cliche, but spending too much time around the wrong people. I think that the decisions that you make really are based on the people that you spend time with because they influence your decision making. Whether it's you should spend money on this or you should pay attention to this distraction, or I've got this really good business idea for you that you should consider. I think spending time with the wrong people has been a mistake that I wish I could have avoided. And believe it or not, my wife always has this like radar of, oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. I don't think you should hang out with that person. And she, <laughs> she's usually right. So I've committed this year and in 2020 to listen to her more often when she's like, uh, <laughs> You know, I don't think you should hang out with that person or um, I don't think that's a good fit. So that would be the number one thing, because I could talk about money loss. I could talk about, um, you know, uh, yeah, really money is probably the biggest thing. You burn a lot of money already when you're an entrepreneur. But spending a lot of money 
to either fix mistakes or wasted time or, you know, just whatever. That really, I believe, is a byproduct of not spending time with the right people who can help make help you make really good decisions. So I would say the people that I spend my time around and wishing I could get some of that time back. I have great people in my life. I have great mentors, great family, great friends. But there's just some relationships I can look back and say, man, those weren't great. All right. The next question is, and if you're liking these questions, let me know. Send me a tweet, Joey V. Price HR. Send me a uh, Instagram, Joey V. Price HR. And let me know what you think of these questions. Question number three. How did you know when you had the right idea? Hmm. The right idea. I don't know that I knew that starting out because there's this thing that that entrepreneurs do and it's not it's not any of our fault but it's how you're trained or it's the best advice that people give right they say that you're supposed to start with a business plan first and then go to market well i didn't do that and i just went to market but whether you have a business plan or not you are still having to recalibrate things and tweak things whether that's your pricing whether it's what you actually offer whether it's the team that you have put together, whether it's, you know, you might have the right product, but you're asking the wrong people to be customers. So the right idea, knowing when I had the right idea, was probably somewhere around year two, year three, where I was, you know, consistently and reliably getting the right kind of customers. Um, they were at the right revenue, the right number of employees, the right sort of problems. I had the right team at that time. I think I was actually worked this project and it became a full-time position and I had to hire in order to run the rest of my business. So that was a fun story for another time. But it was like year two, year three, I think I had the right thing when um, I was seeing that my customers were staying for a long time. And so that was a super, super cool aspect. And the reason why I think it's the right idea is because I had this general, this general idea. Matter of fact, I was having conversation with a friend earlier in the month and he's probably listening to this and I'm, he is the one that brought this up, but he talked about having like a puzzle and having the four corners of the puzzle and knowing that, all right, I kind of have a general idea of what I'm doing, but I need a little bit more clarity on the inner workings of this puzzle. That's what entrepreneurship is. It's really just figuring out you know, who am I? What am I here to do? What am I here to build? What team do I need to get around me? Who do I need to serve? So for me, that came around year two or year three. Uh, so that would be when I thought I had the right idea. And when you can go to a stranger, I'd say if you can sell to a stranger that uh, just found you online and they feel like you're the solution to their problem, then I think you're onto the right idea. So that's you don't have to go to the right school. You don't have to be a certain age. But as long as you can solve a customer's problem, then I think you're you're on to the right idea. Question number four. How did you handle adversity and doubt? I love that they're asking this as if it's a past tense question because that's something that you face all the time as an entrepreneur. Uh, I just released this book called Don't just scroll, say something. And the idea behind this book was creating something that can help people 
coming off the street or online or like lurkers who lurk on social media but want to improve their brand, giving them a framework and a template of how to do that for 52 weeks. So each week you've got a different prompt. They're general enough where you can tweak it and make it your own and fit your industry, fit your wherever you are in life. And so I sell it on Amazon. And when it released, well, first of all, let me back up. It took me a good four to six months to be even ready to release it and say, all right, I feel like it's good enough or I feel like I'm good enough. Uh, I mean, I've worked with brands, you name it, you know, airlines, banks, you know, large associations, and people have paid me to be an influencer for their business. And you still have that sort of imposter syndrome. And so that's one of the adversities that I personally battle is imposter syndrome. But anyway, so I released this book and it comes out on ebook first and I download the ebook. I pay, you know, for the ebook. It's been pre-ordered and uh, it had some of the wrong content in it. Like the first, the actual prompts were not showing on the ebook. So I had to go back to the guy that was helping me put it on Kindle and like, hey, like, why didn't you show me this? This should have been something that we've seen earlier. But the reality is, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, falls in your court. So if something drops or if something doesn't work out the way it's supposed to, that's on you to fix. So I had to take responsibility there and say, all right, got to get a plan. Got to figure out how to move forward. Got to take it on the chin. Whatever happens, own it. Live to see another day. So thankfully, we were able to update the file that you send to Kindle to get it up and running. And... So it, it, it's back to normal now. So if, if you're listening and you're watching this podcast, or you're tuning in online through your headphones, go ahead. You can check it out on Kindle. It's actually also available on paperback as well called Don't Just Scroll, Say Something. That's Don't Just Scroll, Say Something. And that's my, um, you know, my way to help more and more people become better entrepreneurs, become better public speakers build their personal brand and build their you know, social media empire. So those are the questions that I'll answer on this episode. This will be a two-part episode. So tune in next week for some more questions. And I can't wait to answer these other questions. I don't even know what they are, but subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star review. And I'd love to hear your answers too, to questions of, uh, you know, are you happy and what would you change? What are some of the mistakes you wish you could have avoided? How did you know when you had the right idea and how did you handle adversity and doubt? And I will see you next week. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together.